Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to another episode of Fed Heads. I'm Francis Rose. And I'm Robert Shea. One of the nuts that various organizations in government, Robert, have been trying to crack for a long time is identity management, both internally people in government accessing information, and externally, citizens dealing with the federal government and knowing that that's the right person to get the right stuff. What you read about in the paper, about hackers and uh, penetration of systems, is scary enough. If you're in government and if you learn how bad it really is, it's terrifying. So the extent to which we can strengthen uh, or, or improve assurances that we know who it is that's actually accessing our systems, the better off uh, our security and performance will be. General Services Administration is one of the organizations at the forefront of this work. Phil Lamb is Executive Director of Identity at GSA. He's our guest on FedHeads today. Phil, welcome. What has the increase in demand from citizens for digital government, digital access to government done to your work at trying to provide good identity credentials for people to use because of the pandemic. What are you seeing, Phil? Sure. So so thank you for the opportunity. Um, you know, GSA considers identity to be really a foundational component that is needed to provide a fully digital experience to the public. So, you know, just as someone greets you at their door and introduces themselves, we want to help provide that ability for the citizen to introduce themselves online to a government property so they can get their needs met. Um, and sometimes what we do to help agencies think through their use cases, either as a trusted advisor, or other times we can connect them directly with a solution set such as login.gov, you know, which is part of GSA's broader identity offerings. And one specific example um, through the pandemic is helping small business administrations payroll protection program. So they had a need to quickly stand up a secure portal that enabled their lenders to submit loans to the SBA. So really within a few days, SBA was able to connect their lender portal to login.gov and have a strong multi-factor credential provided to their population. And this really enabled their teams to focus on the other aspects of their launch, knowing that they have a trusted partner um, that has the authentication portion really handled for them. So Francis and I talked about that program, and it's unbelievable how SBA was able to stand that program up um, almost overnight and distribute so many hundreds of billions of dollars to needy businesses the the complicated facets of that you're you're sharing just a, a um, an interesting tidbit about just what had to be done to get that program up and running. Can you talk more about that? Sure. So you know when we partnered with SBA, um, our understanding was that you know this is a lender gateway um, that is used by small and medium sized businesses to request loan guarantees. Um, and so when a small business looks for this benefit from the government, they actually go through their bank to do that. And the bank turns around 
and talks to SBA, say, hey, can you guarantee that loan for us? And this is the portal that um, we helped protect with with multi-factor authentication. And I think to date, you know, they, they facilitated actually more than half a trillion dollars worth wow. of funding to keep businesses afloat. Um, with more than, I think, I think it's over 300,000 authentication events um, coming through our system to help support them. You know, we've had a lot of cool titles represented on the podcast, but this is close to the top, Executive Director of Identity. So you're like in charge of identity. That's a pretty, uh, <laughs> that's a pretty lofty title. I know Thank OMB you. issued guidance to try to streamline and consolidate a bunch of policies around identity management. Your office sort of is central to that. So can you talk about that and how it's going, how we're moving the ball forward in identity management? Sure, sure. So um, first off, yes, it is a great title. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But to, to be clear, you know, identity spans a lot of different aspects. Um, I think, Francis, you alluded to it. Part of it is citizen-facing. Part of it is federal employee and contractor-facing. And the way um, that I think of my role is really focused on the citizen. So we have other um, – I have other colleagues at GSA that uh, focus more on the federal employees and the contractors. And I think about it um, really from a citizen perspective. Uh, but to your question about OMB – you know, first, we really want to thank them for providing this updated guidance that not only, you know, addresses some of the current challenges we have around identity, but pushes us as federal agencies to innovate in targeted areas. And one critical element of 1917 that my office focuses on is the acknowledgement that government really has the potential to be the authoritative source on citizen data elements like address like your social security number, like your passport number. And really access to that authoritative source for the purposes of identity validation is a goal those agencies should be planning and executing upon. So to help that, you know, my office is working with other agencies really to bring this capability forward. And the concept really is if a user would like to have their address validated by the Postal Service, before identity verification, the system could enable that. Same with a user that presents a passport, right? We could, with user consent and transparency, allow the user to ask the government to validate their data with government sources. And, you know, the concept is simple, but we know challenges are not always tech-specific. We have to consider the cost burden, how to share these costs, you know, provide the best really return for the taxpayers and whether there are changes needed for policies and regulations. And we're defining these pilots now, and we hope to have things in place to start one or, um, or, or many by the end of the calendar year. You mentioned, Phil, the process at the SBA is one example that where the small business goes to the bank, the bank comes to SBA and says, uh, this, we have this applicant. Has there been an opportunity, not just through COVID response, but through the general process of examining some of these business practices, to say, in addition to the identity piece that we can help you with, 
we or some other folks at GSA can help you with maybe thinking through the business process to do that more efficiently too. Absolutely. Um, and I think um, many of our larger citizen-facing agencies um, do consider us at GSA to be a trusted advisor around identity topics. So when CARES Act implementation came up, um, we'd had colleagues, whether it be from IRS or from HHS, come talk to us about, hey, we have this you know, amazing responsibility um, how, how can we think through this? So whether it be um, thinking through specific COVID relief benefit or just broadly about, you know, we've got a lot of forms. How can we uh, modernize these? How, does, how could identity help play here so that we can enable um, government to be more effective and efficient? Phil, you mentioned login.gov. Tell us what role that login.gov plays in what you're trying to accomplish or what other facets of, of, of the government are trying to do? Sure. So login.gov is a solution set that GSA provides today. Um, there are over 3 million authentications that go through the service a week through this service. Um, they also recently launched a identity verification capability um, at NIST. Identity Assurance Level 2, so I um, think it's in between, you know, completely pseudonymous, like you don't know who's at the front door, and, you know, full in-person proofing capabilities, which is at Level 3. And, you know, I, I think with with the growth of that over the years, you know, I think it's almost at 24 million users have now gone through this service, whether it be through the Trusted Traveler Program or if you look to apply for a federal job through USA Jobs, um, the, that growth continues because agencies really see the value in allowing a trusted source to provide that capability. Um, the, the premise of this really was around how agencies should be able to focus on their mission. And nine out of 10, those agencies' missions aren't to provide strong authentication. So, why not allow um, someone like a GSA, whose purpose is to provide shared services, help them with that? And, you know, as, as our journey continues with login, um, what we're hoping to do, what my office hopes to do with identity, is to not only identify solution sets, but also help them, whether it be change management through process journeys and helping them think through broadly how we can better interact with the citizen, um, but also understanding that login is a specific tool. There may be other solutions that better meet an agency's need at a specific time. So we as GSA can also help them, whether it be in acquisitions or otherwise um, through accreditation capabilities, um, help agencies with that challenge. Uh, but really, regardless of the solution set, you know, we at GSA hope to continue helping our agencies deliver on their mission. Phil, I have one more question about ID, but before we get to that, what kind of dog you got? He's a cockatoo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he is eight years old, oh. and like many other cockatoos, cannot stand the UPS man. <laughs> or FedEx. I don't understand it. He's barking at a hero of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He is. Barks of love. Listen, yes. right, buddy. 
How are you interacting with other identity management organizations? Social Security Administration is working on this. Um, there was a piece of this in the census this year for the 2020 census. Uh, there are others all across government, NSTIC at NIST. What's that discussion pattern like? What, what kind of things do you folks work together on, and what kinds of folks, or, or what kind of things do you um, divide up amongst the, the different ID management organizations? Sure. So when we look at some of the different agencies, we see them as um, as our partners. They're the ones who are really implementing and, and working with the citizen. So so to us, we we come and help them if they seek advice um, and guidance. If they if it goes to seeking actual solution sets, obviously we have one to provide them as well. And I think from from our standpoint, we just hope to help them. Um, think through their identity challenges and to help um, execute upon them if they would like our system doing so. Um, one element that we are working on um, quite collaboratively is towards an identity strategy. So we have an understanding um, with several of the large agencies and we've been collaborating and, and meeting together about what are our shared citizen-facing identity challenges and so we, we think through ways on how, hey, one agency experienced this, that another agency could benefit from those learnings. So we help facilitate those meetings, um, but really for you know, this cross-agency in, uh, information sharing um, around those topics. Phil, there's a lot going on in this area, and I know this is important to a lot of agencies, and I commend you and your colleagues at GSA because I think – 20, 30 years ago, or maybe more recently than that, the solution would have been every organization figure out their own identity management solution. And the fact that you actually call it a shared service, as you did a few moments ago, uh, indicates that government is not thinking that way about this anymore. And I think that's a great thing. And we're grateful for you to come on and talk about your work today. Thank you for the opportunity. Appreciate the time. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.